tell me you don't want to dance to this. This morning I look for sadness. Oh, your mic. Hold on. Amar's mic's not hooked up. I was like, why can't I hear you? Hilarious. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) That's on me. That was like a real life experience of all the stories we've talked to you guys about. (laughs) Oh, okay, guys. I just Uh, wanted that spirit. (laughs) There it is. That's what we were waiting for. Uh, So this is Nevermind by Valley. Mm -hmm. Our guys, Valley. Yeah, man. This is their new song, Nevermind. It's so damn boppy. Uh, uh. Isn't it good? It's like when uh, when everything opens up, man. This is the song you want to hear. Just skipping you know? through. Oh, headed out to like. A, <laughs> I'm like going a, to get some milk. <laughs> just skipping down the street. Oh, anyway, that's enough of that. Um, we've been tr- not trying. We should probably get them on this podcast. Yeah, we should try. Be- no, because when we first started, we reached out to them. And they're like, yeah, yeah, for sure, we'll do it. Yeah, and they were on tour or something. They were on tour, and then then. Months went by, and then I heard from them. They're like, "Hey, we're like we're good to do it." So and so, and then I guess we didn't. Yeah, I think it's, it's been sort of a back and forth weird. It's weird. Thing. I had like a reminder on my phone set from like a year ago. Yeah. To like I don't know two months ago, and like two months ago I got a reminder like at eight like nine a.m. It was like uh, invite Valley. I was like, what? What, <laughs> <laughs> what is this? What yeah, does that get, mean? We gotta get on that. Like, just really cool, uh, really cool band. I yeah. love what they're doing. They're from Toronto too. So, um, anyways, and they obviously make good music. Yes, yes, they do. <laughs> Sorry, I was in the middle of like a mental segue. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> when sort you of said it like, anyways, I was like, yeah, let me bring it back. <laughs> I'm sort of in like a uh, giggly ass mood today. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I think it's because I woke up at um, like six a.m. Yeah, just like crazy early. I had a bath this morning. <laughs> Meanwhile, I like slept in. <laughs> no, so listen, we record this podcast at my house, and Omar gets here. I know this guy hasn't eaten because mm. it looks like he just woke up mm. <laughs> to a certain extent. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, "Have you eaten?" You're like, "No, nah, but I'm good, man. I don't, I don't usually eat until dinner." Yeah, one meal a day, baby. One meal. Mm. Okay, what is is that safe? Yeah, it's safe. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it's funny that you're like freaking out over like not freaking out. You're not freaking out. Uh, I'm losing my shit. <laughs> you're losing your shit right now about one meal <laughs> a day. You need to relax. <laughs> um, yeah, like sometimes I go one meal a day. Sometimes I don't eat for a day or two, you know? Or and, two, man. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that like one day in. away from dying? Like how long can you go? Look, everyone says like it's like, is it safe it's or not, is it normal or whatever? Neither. Like, like neither is the shit we eat, you know? Neither is like... I don't know what, I mean, I, you know, yeah, go I'm, ahead. Grateful. I'm go grateful ahead. for the he's bowl of cereal to... that you have given me. I am very grateful. <laughs> he goes to the point, he goes, no, this shit's natural. <laughs> I'm, I'm very grateful. But, you know, if you think of like compressed wheats and take the water out, it's weird. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's like no food we eat is natural anyway. I could wholeheartedly say I've never thought of compressed wheats. When well, I, I don't at... know what cereal is, but, <laughs> and I asked for that. No, like, I'm like, yo, don't worry about milk. You know, I don't want to get into I'm it. I'm like, can I get you a spoon? No spoon will eat with my hands. I'm like, yeah. I literally feel like I'm feeding a squirrel. Well, I'm today. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> I'm feeding him just a guy dry vector oats. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, can I give you something to wash it down with? Mm-hmm. No, no, I'm fine. Today's episode is unpopular opinions. And I just did one and get into like the fight of, <laughs> oh, of true. Where, where the milk is going to go in. The past. The past so I might as well just like, you know, I, I chose the high road. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. um, we are going to get to that though, but... I want to share a quick story about something that I've sort of preached about um, since we've started this. Mm, yes, please. Um, okay, so basically, over the, my entire career of doing like social media, I've always said that uh, the number one reason why I get a, a lot of work or consistent work over the years is because I'm relatively easy to work with or I'm polite or kind, Okay. I'm not trying to like boost myself up by saying these things, but it's that's the, at least the idea I try to put out. When I go onto a set or from working with a team, I'll be like, "Hey, can I help you guys carry this? Can we do this?" Yeah, like yeah. very accommodating. So, over the past, it's come up that like, "Oh yeah, they wanted to work with you again because of this and this." And so I'm like, "Okay, great." Well, recently, um, as some of you guys know, if you watch my YouTube or even on Instagram, I've made these resin gun pieces mm-hmm. um and from the get-go when i made them it was like it was not an advocacy for guns 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm sort of, a, I am against It's guns. the exact opposite. It's the exact opposite. I don't want to make pieces that people will display thinking, oh, this could kill. I'd rather them have it to say, oh, this is interesting to look at. What else, what else does this represent, right? Mm-hmm. So I made this piece called The Peacemaker, and it was a gun made of resin, so it's clear, no trigger on it, and it's made of flowers that are like mm-hmm. frozen in the inside, essentially. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I was in the middle of a brand deal, and um, I hadn't heard from them in a while. And I'm definitely not mentioning anything and anything like that, but hadn't heard from them in a while. And that's very uncommon for a brand deal. Mm-hmm. And so I reached out and I was like, hey, guys, like last I heard, everything was was the go ahead. Um, what's what's the move here? Do I have the go ahead to make the YouTube video? And the next day comes around and I get this email saying, hey, we basically owe you an email. Um, the, the, the client feels it's not best right now to post beside these gun pieces you're posting about, just based off the state of the world. Even though the guns were probably like a reaction. They, they were. They the were. The state of the world. And I, and to I, make it better. Exactly. They were, it was meant to be uh, something that would ignite and trigger people initially. Yeah. So when you see, oh, gun, oh my God. But the whole idea is to make you look at it and think, okay, what does this actually mean? That's it. And I, I think that there was only one comment I got of someone saying, hey, you probably shouldn't be posting about guns. And they got swarmed by... by People on Insta saying, hey, watch the video, read the caption. Yeah. Because none of this is about Guns. pro-gun, right? Or killing. So anyways, this really upset me. Because I've never in my entire career had a uh, company try to walk away from me because of something I did. And I remember I wrote this initial email that was sort of this big, like, fuck you kind of thing. Like, yeah. I'm, I don't want to work with you ever again. I was really offended and I was really mad because... Somebody perceived my artwork in the exact opposite, which makes me feel bad. So I'm like, I'm not for this. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm against it. Yeah. So especially as an artist, like the artist side of it, it's just like, it's literally, it's like one of like your kids, you know, like you're literally, yes. like someone's like, ah, your kid right now in the, yeah. in the time of the world right now sucks. You know, exactly. I, I don't want this. When, it, when it's exactly that, when it's something that comes from you, whether it's uh, well, physically like a kid <laughs> or like mentally an idea. Um, yeah, it's like my baby and I get offended if people perceive it in a way. I mean, art is meant to be perceived in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, unless it's strictly said what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't vague about any of these pieces. So anyways, I had this email written that was kind of like a big F you to these, these guys. And I was like really offended. I never want to work with you guys again, blah, blah, blah. And I, and I am like that. I, I can get emotional and passionate about stuff. And I sat there thinking, you know what, Dan, like, you never send emails like this. And <clears throat> there's always this rule people have, like never burn any bridges. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to leave it for the weekend. And Monday morning, I'll get back yeah. to them. So Monday morning, I decided, okay, enough of the emotions had gone. And I said, basically, okay, you know, that's fine. Let's move forward. I shared my disappointment still, but in a professional way. Good. And I basically said, yeah, okay. Like, we can move forward from this like and, and end it early. And I'll take less money. Well, like, a week later, randomly, this has all been dealt with. A week later, I get an email on, like, a Wednesday morning. We still don't like your art. Yeah, suck, suck our ass. <laughs> you should. No. <laughs> Just, like, poke the wound. Uh, no, it, uh, it was, like, a Wednesday morning. And it basically said, hey, Dan, uh, this is probably terrible timing, but... The client actually just came back to us and said they want to fully compensate you wow. for the remainder of the contract because you were very accommodating to their their Request. wishes and requests um, because they were going in a different direction at the time. That's amazing, man. And I was sitting there thinking, oh my God, this is the most perfect lesson that when something is reactive, never act on emotion or yes. impulse because when you act on emotion, your mind isn't clear and it's it's a temporary feeling. Mm. Wait until you go back to your default mode of whatever it is and then address it there. But that's a huge lesson. That's only like solidified that in the future moving forward, I'm never going to act on emotion like this. Yeah. And that's like for everything. That's like for like relationships yeah. and business yeah. and this. Wow. hundred percent. Like even relationships, man. Like I remember my first girlfriend, I was like sort of like wanting to end it. Mm. And at the same time, I, my grandmother was in a hospice, like, she was probably going to pass away within weeks, right? Mm. So it was kind of a very emotional time for me already. It was the first close person I was going to lose. 
And I know I was very reactive in a lot of ways. I'm like, I want to end this, but I know that if I end it, I don't know. It's not, it's not what I want right now. So yeah, I'd basically say, um, do not act on direct emotion. Give it like a day, at least a day. But it's also, I think the momentum you have, because I remember like you literally have said this, like maybe like two years ago to me of like, you know, kind of like working with brands. Uh, sometimes, you know, if you're just a, a good person to work with, if you're enjoyable to work with, if you're professional, uh, you know, still hold your ground, but still very polite. Um, you know, more brands are going to work with you, things like that. So I feel like you also kind of have to be grateful to yourself for like the, the momentum that you've had, because I feel like the momentum of you working with companies in this way, in in the way you were describing, mm-hmm. is the thing that also kept you going, like, is the thing that made you rethink your actions, right? Because I can totally see many people that are just like, oh, and this brand doesn't want to work with me, and they don't get it, and, you know, and they're just, like, trashing, and, like, their momentum is just trash every company that doesn't oh, want to work with yes, them, yeah. Right? But Big if your mistake. momentum is... You know, I'm always good. I'm not, you know, even if when you want to send like that hated email, you're like, nah, this doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right because of like the momentum you've had of always yeah. doing the right thing, right? I agree. Yeah, it's um, momentum, business model, whatever, whatever yeah. you stand for. There are very reactive people mm-hmm. um, and like they're just so not enjoyable to be around Yeah, because they are just... I don't know, man, like to not throw anybody under the bus, just those types of people that are always negative or reactive or always play victim yeah. to things are, are, I don't know if they're going to get very far. Yeah. And I say that because there's a sense of ownership you have to take when things come into play. I made these pieces. Yeah. I understand that it's not going to sit well with everyone. The art world is full of that, especially if I'm intending for it to be slightly controversial, mm-hmm. then expect to have backlash. And that's what it was. I sat there thinking, Okay, I mean, to some people, this is going to be sensitive. Yeah. Um, and I have to accept that. Even though I don't like it because it's not what it stands for, I have to accept it. This is what they want. Okay, let's move forward. But I, I, karma, manifestation, whatever you want to say, it came back in my favor yeah. when I just accepted what is. And it came back saying, okay. Literally, the email was basically saying, hey, since you've accepted this, uh, we're now going to pay you full. And it's like, it's like, it's crazy, man. I remember sitting there thinking like, is the universe watching me? <laughs> this is Some a wild type thing. Of joke. Yeah, it was weird. And now you want to work with them, which is great on them too, you know? Yeah, like, 100%. They so. probably didn't react to it, you know? That was good. What? Like, they probably, they were, they probably had like some heated email for you. Oh. They're like, you know what? Let, let me just sit yeah, on this. Yeah, yeah, let's settle this down. Yeah, yeah. No, we had, we had a phone meeting. Everything good. has been resolved now, so everything's been on good terms. Um, yeah, on a side note, though, or on a totally separate topic, yeah. I can't wait till I have um, my own space where I could further make bigger art pieces. Uh, we could record there. Because is this not it. inconvenient for you? Uh, Once a week to drive all the way to Toronto? No, I think honestly the only inconvenience is like, for me, I don't care about driving because I love driving. But the inconvenience is like maybe like uh, setting this thing up. Like I know that you wish this was always set up ready to go because that's like the magic about our whole setup is it's like one button and it's on you know what I, mean, I mean it's not a big deal i've got a, a cabinet right beside where i usually store it when it's at my place yeah honestly um, it's not like inconvenient i swear like i'm not I, I know i always come off as like bullshitting when i'm like being nice and shit <laughs> but it's like it's i swear to god not inconvenient in any way <laughs> okay Perfect. Um, so, I mean, we're going to record it at my house until we have a space. But when you do have your own space, I would love like an armory of these uh, peacemaker guns, noodle guns, <laughs> noodle ramen gun. guns. You Man, know? everything. My, <laughs> like a whole armory. Like you open it up and just... Just nothing that could actually protect you? <laughs> yeah, it's just like you look like a hitman. Yeah. <laughs> of, like, <laughs> of just art. I, I am getting more into, into that side of me. Like, it's fun to explore that creative side. Yeah. I've got this front room in my condo that was before, like, an office. Mm. I had a desk. I had a printer. I had a computer there. Because that's what a home office is meant to have. Yeah. Until I realized a home office isn't what I need. A home production room is what I need. Yes. So I recently, recently switched it over. I've got my 3D printer in there. Um, that's where I do all my resin pours. I just bought a... Um, 
a bench uh bench yeah listen polisher. to this guy <laughs> just bought a no, friggin' listen, bench sander yeah. well yesterday <laughs> i was like i'm in the mood to like spend money for new tech yeah and i'm like i'm gonna get apple airpods pro mm. 350 or whatever they cost and i'm like no dan again this is impulse so like wait a day well later in the day i'm like working with this new resin piece that i'm making and i'm like god i can't figure out how to polish resin how the hell do you polish this stuff so I, I spent like two hours researching how to polish resin Damn. and I finally figured out what I needed. And I went on Amazon and bought it all for like two fifty. Mm. I bought a bench polisher. So this thing just spins these really soft rags really fast. Yeah. Um, I bought a stand for it. <laughs> I don't know why you're giggling already. You, you look like you're on the cusp <laughs> of giggling, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> a stand for it. Yeah. And I bought all the proper polishing materials. Mm. And I saved myself $100. Yeah, you're good. And, Shoot. I mean, you have like a a lot of friggin' headphones. I do, yeah. And that's another thing is I have a lot of headphones. Just, the issue is that they're headphones, like not mm-hmm. earphones, you know? And like all the uh, iPhones now don't even come with auxiliary ports. So yeah, like yeah. the ones I'm using now won't even work. Damn. Yeah. Well, with me. Polished. That polished resin. <laughs> polished oh, resin man. coming out soon. I'm going to start putting a lot more stuff on my art page. So that's why I needed to get it. Yeah, well, it's true. Like, you know, you're investing in, like, things like the vacuum yes. that, like, takes out bubbles. Yeah. And, like, if you t- what's the point of taking out a bubble if it's, like, uh, kind of hazy on the outside? Yeah. You know, you want to be crystal clear. 100%. 100%. So, yeah, I'm investing in a, a future, hopefully, career path. I still love what I do, and I'm actually blending the two now. All yeah. my, my videos are, like, DIYs. So Good for you. Anyways, um, don't you want to tell people that you're in Toronto? Oh, yeah, I'm in Toronto. <laughs> Imagine Be- that was like I know, no. <laughs> because like <laughs> because I'm not in uh, around Canada. Uh, okay, so basically on my Instagram at Amar Originals, <laughs> and uh, just go on it, and I'm replaying my cross Canada trip. Uh, the original cross Canada trip I posted like on Snapchat, and there's so many people on Instagram that haven't seen oh, it. Oh, it's on Snapchat. Th- yeah. Oh. Um. So now I'm just posting it on Instagram. So the close ones know that. This guy is not <laughs> across Canada. Um, I think I almost kicked Charlie. Slash oh, like right. I touched him. Okay. Like I, I he, kicked him. He's just I'm dabbing sorry. you. He's dabbing <laughs> you up. Um, yeah. So I, yeah, I went across Canada on zero dollars on Canadian kindness. No money for travel, accommodation, uh, hotels. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have. But uh, now I'm just posting on Instagram. And many people are like, oh, weird. I saw you at here. I saw you here, Amar. I thought you were going across Canada. Oh. And people, I... Man, people are very, like, simple like that, though. I know. You can post a photo of you in the Eiffel Tower right now. And they're like, wow, how's Paris? How did you get there during <laughs> yeah, COVID? Yeah. But your story is, like, you chilling on your couch. Yeah. And if you think that I am not in Toronto, then I will just call you a story skipper. And because Ooh. on the story, I was like, I'm replaying. Yes, you did. Yes. <laughs> so today, I got to, like, re-say that. But, cause, yeah. It's fun. You guys should check it out. Even random people from, like, PEI is like, how'd you get into this Atlantic bubble? I oh shouldn't say God. that. It's like literally someone's. <laughs> it is. It is. The <laughs> East Coast, like that. That's Canada. Of course you can get there. <laughs> no, but like in Canada, you're not allowed to go to like the Atlantic provinces really? because they've made a bubble. So. Wow. So they're like, screw you guys. Yeah, we're they're, on our they're own. Like, no, nah, we're good. Like, we it's don't okay. want your Toronto COVID. <laughs> they're, they're the friendliest people anyways. So yeah. <laughs> they can do that. Okay. Let's get into today's uh, topic. Mm-hmm. Today we're doing um, something that may offend you. But yeah. don't, because it's all in good fun, and everyone's entitled to an opinion, and these are strictly opinions. Um, this is unpopular opinions. Mm. So Amar and I are going to go maybe back and forth with unpopular opinions that we might have, justify them, and see if maybe we could change each other's minds. Yes. Or yours, listening. And feel free to like DM us on Insta or tweet us and share us share with us your... Uh, yeah. And your, also feel free to think about you know the opposing side, you know? Oh, 100%. Just, just put 100%. yourself in the opposing side. It really helps. Yeah, this is fun. this is not meant to cause um, fights. So <laughs> we say that, and I can't wait for the first one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you asshole! Are you kidding me right now? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna start off strong. Okay, are you ready for this one? Yeah, I just have trashy ones. Okay. <laughs> well, a strong because it's gonna offend quite a few people. All right, here we go. Now, this is. When you search on Google unpopular opinions, this is on every single one. And it's one that I've I've felt for like quite some time. Oh god. 
It is that Beyonce is overrated. I don't know. What is your initial thought to that? No. No? Okay. No. The reason I say this, she's got this sort of godly um, image she is. about her <laughs> that uh, I don't know if it's justified. Yes, she's she's married to Jay-Z. It's a power couple. She's also very talented. I get it. She acts. She can dance. She can sing. She's like a triple threat. Yeah. However, there's a lot of people that can do all three of those things as well. And I just don't know why when she hits the stage, everyone's just like a, a, a god is there. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a few things I've read about this. I think she's goddess like for sure. She's goddess like, but there's a lot of talented people that are goddess like because of their imaging Who? or branding. Who? Adele. Adele's good. Why is Adele not godly like? Because I'll, I to me the difference between Adele and I love Adele, probably my one of my favorite artists. Yeah. Right. But her music is very like sad emotionally charged which is really nice but beyonce that shit is empowering is it though let's, empowering let's, let's talk about single ladies empowering. if it's if it is so empowering then why are you making a song about <laughs> can't choose one like that <laughs> about no no but like just one of her most popular songs yeah you're gonna make a song that's sort of badgering guys to like hurry up and lock it down and marry a woman. Yeah, because if they don't lock it down, like they're missing out on but let's, let's a even, great woman. Even talk about that. Put a ring on it. it you're, you're basically promoting this thing of like, he, you belong to him. It's not very much of a feminist point of view. Mm. That when I, when I see this, it's like, I also read that Beyonce only really adopted the feminist uh, branding once enough of her fan base already categorized her as that. Mm. And then she accepted it. You look at someone like Rihanna. Yeah. Who apparently from what I read has been considered a knockoff or a wannabe Beyonce for quite some time. I've never really? actually seen that. Yeah. Yeah. Me neither. yeah. Um, but they're saying like Rihanna will wear whatever she wants. These crazy outfits. People are getting, I, I don't necessarily agree with these points, but this is what was in yeah, favor yeah. of this. Beyonce just wears a lot of tight dresses and they were saying that tight dresses aren't fashion because it's very bland. Mm. So you're saying Rihanna, who is by some people, not you, some people are said to be like a knockoff Beyonce, a Walmart Beyonce. Uh, I, look, I've, yeah, never, I know, I know. I've never heard that. But that, you're saying like, She's her Rihanna. Rihanna is like more empowered in what she's wearing and I think how so. she's acting. I think so. I think like Rihanna is more raw with the, the messaging of empowerment. For sure. I, I, like mm. Beyonce has been criticized and by no means am I vilifying her I for this. I told you first topic. No, because <laughs> literally no unpopular opinion. Here we go. But Beyonce has been criticized for photoshopping her photos. Yeah. As does anybody that is in the, the entertainment world. So no hate there. However, to be, to be positive about body positivity, you can't go and and Photoshop your photos. I think a reason why so many people admire Beyonce is because she's uh, uh, like not stick thin, like mm. the, the status quo of what beauty is supposed to be like. I get it. Like Beyonce is extremely talented, but I do think there's an element here that she's slightly overrated, and it's not in her control. I just think it's the way people react to her. I'd agree with you on that. Of like. People will make their feelings about Beyonce work. Like, um, Beyonce, for the record, might not be a body positive type of person. You know what I mean? Like, she might not be about body positivity. But people listening to her that are about body positivity will, like, put those values into Beyonce like yeah you know she cares about body positivity mm -hmm. yeah. she cares about this yeah. and she cares about that and yeah like uh, maybe Beyonce is riding the wave however yeah Beyonce is a goddess okay that's our first and uh, definitely more talented than Jay-Z sorry y'all well, uh, two different categories and also <laughs> I <laughs> go ahead and also Jay-Z no. honestly I just I love the, my final statement is Beyonce is incredibly talented there's no denying that um I just don't know. I think maybe her, she's a god. I think her fan base is probably the ones that are doing it to her. I don't know if she has, but there's elements here that I, I don't think she deserves the, the platform. I don't yeah. think many people deserve that platform. Um, Rihanna, Adele, Beyonce. Yeah. We have to pick a god. Who is it? 
Rihanna. Yeah. Yeah. Rihanna. And we're not putting women against each other. We're just, you know, just, yeah. <laughs> these were the three yeah. artists <laughs> that were mentioned in this conversation. Rihanna, Jay-Z. Anyways, look, uh, no hate. It is what it is, but that's just my first, uh, first one. Um, Hit me with yours. Go ahead. Let's cause another fight. The TV show Friends suck. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> yeah. Whoa! <laughs> like it friggin' sucks. Holy like, crap! Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. came out swinging, man. And it's probably the same people that like Beyonce, but it is what it is. It's just I'm, we're attacking from both sides. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Holy shit! Okay. Um, let's let's hear this. It just sucks. <laughs> There's Why? no like. It just it's cheesy. Um, it's full of simps. <laughs> And it's just cheesy. It's just like, you know, like what's going to happen all the time. And it's just like, it's just cheesy. It's just like, I hate almost every character on that show. Um, my best friends know how much I hate it. And every time we hang out, so friends, and I friggin' hate friends. I just hate it. Mm. It's just like, it's so, it's so weird. It's just like a, it's just like a. I don't want to be that person that likes friends. Okay. And I don't know why their nipples are always so hard. I have no idea. <laughs> well, that's Rachel, Jennifer <laughs> Aniston. Uh, okay, listen. But even when, I don't know. <laughs> so I respectfully disagree. I think Friends was uh, such an incredible show. And here's why. They were one of the ones that started that whole genre of like people hanging. I mean, I know Seinfeld was there. But yeah. you look at so many shows afterwards. How I Met Your Mother, that's like a direct bite off of Friends. Sure. Um, so Friends was something I watched it recently, and as a kid watching it, it was a little bit harder to understand the the life struggles that they're going through. Mm -hmm. There's an element there that yes, it's unrealistic, right? Uh, of nobody has a friend group that tight that all live in the same place without drama eventually happening. Yeah. Like they lived like that for like years. Someone mm -hmm. is bound to like get married and like screw off, you know? Like <laughs> that's the only part <laughs> that's un unreal. However, they covered a lot of things that happen to you in your 20s that are exaggerated yes but that's tv it's sitcom they have to make it funny um but it's so damn relatable which is why i like it yeah i hear that from a lot of people it's like the relatability of it but funny i don't know where we're seeing the funniness like it's just cheesy it's just like it's just cheesy it's like it's literally the same laugh i get when like scrolling on instagram and someone's trying to make something funny and like you don't laugh at all Right? I don't know if you I guess, so it's just not your type of sense of humor. The only thing that I can say is good about Friends, the only thing is that for many people, it is the quickest disconnection from after work, I watch Friends, I'm disconnected, and now I'm like chilling, right? Like that is the only apparently good thing that I can see in Friends. Other than that, uh, yeah, all the characters suck. Maybe Joey's sick. See, that, see there it is. Okay, yeah. so this is the end. The reason why Friends is amazing is because yeah. there's a character for everyone. There's there's one for everybody. There's Wait, who's Joey? Is he Joey's like the funny, yeah, yeah, lighthearted, yeah, yeah. yeah, sort Joey's of oblivious good. to a lot that's going on. Right. Very likable. Chandler's the sarcastic one. Like, can you see what's going on? I hate Chandler. Okay, so, and a lot of people might hate that type of humor. Yeah. Ross is my favorite, but Ross is just so like not in, not intentionally trying to be funny. He's yeah. just like, oh well, I guess I'm just gonna go inside and sleep. That's pretty good, you know. <laughs> but it's just like it's so great, and I don't know. I think it's just a lighthearted. It's exactly what you mentioned. It's a a show that when you watch it, you forget about your problems, and you almost watch other people live through your problems in a comedic way to yeah. show you that life isn't gonna end when these things arise. Yeah, I don't know. Um, okay, that was that was a. Man. Sorry, Beyonce lovers. Like the Venn diagram of Beyonce lovers and people that watch Friends, huge. In middle? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're huge. just going to be pissed. Uh, okay. It pretty much overlaps, yeah. <laughs> so that's all you got to say about it? I think so. I mean, I could I could talk for hours about how much I hate that show. I just do. It just, you know? And just because, like, they were the first sitcom to do it doesn't mean, like, I don't know where the first house was built. It doesn't mean it's a nice-looking house. You know? But oftentimes it's not. Oftentimes it's shit. And that's what this is. <laughs> okay, but I mean, awards speak against that, so. Have, well, have they won awards? I'm uh, sure. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Friends has won, like, an unreal amount of awards. But also, I think they're, like, one of the longest-lasting sitcoms. Yeah, and, like, the, I think the, like, highest paid as well. And highest paid on TV yeah, yeah. at the time. And you have to remember, like, they like were... Like, Fresh Friends of Bel-Air was so much better. Friggin'. That was a good show. Smart guy. 
Smart, really? You're bringing a smart, smart guy, guy in? <laughs> I know, I know. It's not really You had to be with Fresh Prince, yeah, yeah, yeah. but like, <laughs> shit. <laughs> I was going to go like off Family Channel. And, you know. um, okay, how about we go into something a little heavier? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah? Uh, yeah, it's my turn. Okay. Um, child beauty pageants should be banned. I say yes, absolutely they should be banned. And I don't know if this necessarily falls under the category of unpopular because here's my thinking. Well, first off, let me hear what your initial thoughts are. Yeah, I think the unpopularity will come from me here. Um, I don't think they should be banned, but I do think what is done to these kids is many times like a little too much. Not a little too much, a lot too much. Mm. Um, And yeah, kids don't deserve to go through that however well you it sounds like you're going to my side here for a sec however okay um i think a lot of parents are proud of their kids and you know they push that onto their kids um and kids sometimes like that too and okay but it's kind of unhealthy okay well uh, man which side are you yeah, on i don't know okay let me let me explain it okay first off i think it's very unhealthy yeah. Um, parents could be proud of their kids, but when you make it about appearance, it becomes mm. damaging to not only their values growing up, but uh, their self-esteem. Your body is not... Who I was when I was a kid is not who I am now. <laughs> I look like a knockoff Post Malone now. Yeah, yeah. When I was a kid, I didn't look like that at all. <laughs> okay? Uh, when you are raising a kid to enter competitions that are solely based off of how you look, how you smile, how your body looks, how you walk... You're a kid, man. You were meant to be playing in the dirt, riding bikes, playing dress up. Yes. Yeah. A, a beauty pageant is playing dress up to on steroids where it actually matters. Okay. I would, I can't imagine growing up playing dress up and then having a, a team of adults judge me for my skills of playing dress up. Like, are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah. First of all, that's creepy. And it's creepy because the outfits that these kids are forced to wear are like the most revealing skimpy outfits yeah yeah like these are kids it doesn't matter how much makeup you slap on them they're kids yeah you know you look at this a charlie that had a tiktok like the the charlie yeah yeah something i'm gonna say demello it's something like diamangelo or something yeah yeah um (laughs) she's a kid she's a teenager so people are yes she's super famous and super successful as is but when she has drama in her life, it is being exposed to millions of people mm. that all can judge from their high horse sitting at home saying, oh, look what you did, you know? It's easy to do that until you're living it. So, but, but, but back to my point, she's a kid. She's yeah. going to make mistakes and, and she's got a lot of evolving to do. Yeah. When you're a, a kid kid in a pageant, oh my God, man. Like a nine-year-old kid. Like a nine-year-old yeah. kid. Like, how is that fun? I think that's like a lot of that is just parents living through their kid vicariously. Yes. And I believe this happens in beauty pageants. This also happens in friggin' violin school. This also happens in soccer. This also happens in sports. This happens like this happens all the time. And like parents do that. And I'm not saying it happens all the time and we should keep doing it. I'm just saying parents do that all the time with many other things. Um, like in beauty pageants, if they're judged on appearance in soccer, yeah, like you are or whatever sport, it's like at nine years old, you're kind of controlled by your parents to do like everything mm-hmm. in a certain the way pressure. and the pressure and all 100%. that. And then you're just judged on that, right? Holding a kid uh, uh, under a pressured situation where it's like, oh, you have to go to soccer. There's certain things. Okay, so like growing up, my parents forced me to do things like I had to go to swimming camp, you know, in the summer every day. I had, um, I remember one for like three summers, I went to a vacation Bible school. Now there were things what? that I had to go to. Side uh, topic, please. You got to explain vacation Bible school. So it was I don't just, know what's like, is it about, what's the vacation part? of? It? it was just that it was on my vacation. Okay. It wasn't like a vacation. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just the Bible. Okay. It was during summer vacation. <laughs> sure. That's what it was. Um, <laughs> So there were things that I had to do that, yes, built certain foundations, but they were always in fun. Mm -hmm. There was never an element of like, why would you do that? This and that. Back to the topic of beauty pageants. I know uh, just from reading articles in the past, because there was a TLC show that really pissed me off. uh, A lot of these kids grow up to develop eating disorders. Yeah. 
because it's ingrained in them so young that you have to be small. You have to be in shape. You have to be fit. And it's like, what a tragedy to, to put that in a kid's head. When there's, you have one childhood and you are meant to grow up experiencing life, make mistakes that are innocent, not have pressure from your parents as if you're not good enough yeah. unless you're successful. I think that's what it is. I think in the same way, like we're not allowed to like advertise to kids because it makes sense why we're not allowed to advertise to kids. Um, it would be the same way. Like we shouldn't be able to take advantage of kids like through money because obviously those mm-hmm. parents, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of it comes down to money in the end and like they want their kid to be like sure the best soccer player or this or that, but they're also trying to make money off their kid, which hundred percent sucks. I think, um, if they were essentially like a talent show mm. and a lot of these beauty pageants have those elements in it where they can actually express their personalities and their interests. Um, and that's, that's cool to show that. But when it comes down to you're preaching a message of never judge a book by its cover, but at the same time, that whole basis of a beauty pageant is basing it on the cover. That's it. Um, it's not really instilling uh, decent messaging into a kid. Yeah. Anyway, maybe that was too heavy for this. It's not too heavy. It's just like, it's an, I, it's not too heavy, but I don't know how unpopular it is. But I'd imagine, yeah, True. with those people, True. they'd be like, this, this guy sucks. Mm-hmm. They're probably hating on you. And I feel like the beauty pageant moms, they're coming for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Karens, and those they are the Karens. They are coming for you. Also, can we talk about Karens? Look, I kind of feel bad for people named Karen. Okay, now. I really Unpopular do. Unpopular opinion. Yeah, yeah, like, Boom. Karens actually, like, might be good people but what i've heard online is like well if there's a good karen then she's not a karen you know what I mean? and i was like ah, i get that <laughs> so what like is you could be a karen but not a karen you know well here's the thing though like but poor people <laughs> it's it's the symbolism behind the name karen that yeah. is just a basic white woman that probably has the bob cut that is like most likely going to call the yeah. police on you that's it's astounding it how many of them are actually named Karen. I know. <laughs> like seriously, I, I went through my like Facebook. I'm like, damn, I actually know quite a few Karens. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, and, okay, I'm not going to ask. I was going to say, are they like a Karen? Are they, are uh, Karen? No, Karen actually, like? no. So, so I, I'm with you in a sense that like having the name Karen right now would suck ass. Because it's like, okay, Karen, you know, but the, the messaging behind it is so damn good. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, screw like you, sense. aggressive, nosy white woman. What are you What are you doing over here? Like, yeah. mind your own damn business. That's why you're a Karen. Like, <laughs> and, and there's right now a scramble for finding, like, the male Karen. Doug. Doug, but there's also Darren. Darren is so good. Oh, da- oh Darren. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> right? Yo, Darren is genius. Darren and Karen? Yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. Shoot. I like that. Yeah. Okay. And there's, like, all, like colored ones, too. Hit. I don't know what the Arabic Karen would be, but you know, hit us, hit us with your unpopular opinion. Uh, unpopular. See, I'm like just trying to make this off my head. Um, I don't know. I gotta, okay. How about I'm this? Sorry. I got one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Atheism is a religion. Whether here's, here's the thing. Okay. Religion, and I'm not going to go very in-depth with this because that's a topic that uh, is way too controversial and there's, there's no right or wrong. Um, however, uh, atheism is a belief as well. Mm. I'm sorry, but until you can prove one or the other, you can't say what religion is fact and not fact. Therefore, atheism is just a viewpoint just as much as believing in a God is. I see what you're saying. You're saying, just because you're saying you have no God, and even though there's science, you know, hasn't, shown that there is a god yeah right mm-hmm. does not mean you have proof that there is no god and so right now I, you're in faith that there is no god and that faith of having no god is is a, a faith is a faith it it could be classified as a religion or a grouping or a your cult. faith in science yeah hmm. which yeah. is fair uh yeah no atheism or atheists are punching the air right now <laughs> this is what we try to avoid <laughs> shit that we're the biggest religious group ever <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, atheism for sure is a religion. Yeah. Yeah, atheism for sure is. Okay, so you, you agree with me? I'm sorry. <laughs> well, well, I know, but atheism, like, they're not religion, you know? Like, agnostic people and atheists are literally all about, like, the hell is that? Oh. It's... What? Oh. Bro, Siri just, like, recorded that whole thing. She, she was like, you have no this. God. 
and sending this to all atheists. Oh my god! <laughs> no, okay. Siri, bro. What if you, if you don't disagree, you don't disagree. But um, I, the way I view it is, if if you're going to be against people, and maybe it's against is a strong word, but if you're not going to be for people believing in something, yeah, and you're choosing to believe in the opposite, well, you're still having a belief system. I get science. I get. I get how that debunks a lot of things that happen in a lot of religious beliefs. Yeah. However, until atheists can provide, you know, you know what it's like. It's Proof. like. Okay, it's like going on YouTube and me singing a song and having somebody say, you suck, you're shit. And I'm mm. like, well, how about you bring something to the table too? Instead of debunking, you know how easy it is to say, no, no, you, that's not real, you suck, this is shit, <laughs> versus bringing something else? Yeah. So if you're an atheist, okay, just in, in a conversation, just bring it to the table just as much. You got to respect passion. Whether or not you believe in religion, there's a lot of passionate religious people out there. Yeah. And you could respect that if they're living their life based off of a certain set of rules. Yeah. Um, whereas atheists, there's the opposite where it's like, no, no, it's so easy to say, no, I don't believe it. No, it's not true. Just read. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, like, yeah, it's true. Atheists. But I think that's the whole point of being atheist. Like, it's just like, no, no, no. I don't even want to be involved in that. There, there are some very like, respectful atheists. Out for there. sure. It's not, they're not, oh, I don't want to paint them all. Like, they're just these like. Oh, no, that's not true. Like, just lazy people that don't want to do their research. That's no, but I feel is. like they have. I feel like atheists are the people who have done. I feel like it takes quite a bit of research to step out of a religion. Yeah. Like, I'd have yeah. to be pretty convinced to be like, ah, yeah, Islam is not the religion for me, you know? And well, to get that conviction, I'd imagine I have to do a lot of research. This is the, this is the reasoning is religion is more than just a belief. It yeah. is a lifestyle. A hundred percent. If you were grown up or raised in a religious house, most likely you are adopting those things because that's just how you were made. Mm. It's like, um, it's like me making a resin piece. Okay. For the first few hours, I've got my ability to put things into it that are going to remain there forever. Mm. Whether it's a flower, um, or if it's a poisonous seed. Yeah. The second those few hours are up, it's going to be very difficult for me to get that out of that piece because now things have started to solidify. It's been there long enough. Mm -hmm. It's sat there long enough that it's that it can't be removed. So when you grow up in a religious household, you can't just remove those things. So yeah, maybe you're right in, in a sense that atheists have actually done the opposite. They've done a lot of research and have stepped away from maybe their upbringing beliefs. Yeah. I wouldn't say that I'm a super religious person, but I do have religious... You have priests like... Uh... <laughs> But just to hear you, you stepped into your priest-like self. <laughs> now it's all about our heads. <laughs> um, let's do like a little like lightning round of like a, of overrated shit. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, we'll shoot. just try to bounce back until one of us fumbles. You know what I mean? Like nothing too big, you know, just like off the top of your head. You know, you can say whatever burger, you know, burger joint. You know, you can go into food. You can go into clothing. You can do whatever. The hell okay and maybe, maybe they won't all be unpopular in and out if you've had it is pretty overrated and okay. i know some people live in california and they probably hate me right now okay but shake shack is way better than than in and out then oh okay have you had in and out i've had both yeah and i love in and out <laughs> more than shake shack they're just different to me what's better i think in and out damn wild uh, yeah their burgers are freaking fantastic not like Shake Shacks. Shake Shacks are friggin' perfection. Uh, dark chocolate is absolute garbage and should not be cast classified as chocolate. And I hate the people are like, yeah, but it's healthy. I don't care. Do not bring that shit. <laughs> it's still ass? It's still ass. Have you ever had dark chocolate? I've had dark chocolate and um, yeah. Yeah, no, dark chocolate sucks. And for that reason, also wine completely sucks. Oh, I just like, got into wine this year. Yeah? Yeah. And it's is it not the same as dark chocolate? No. It tastes like ass, and apparently it's like some sort of healthy. <laughs> At least you get whatever. something from wine where you can get like a buzz. Dark chocolate is just this bitter taste in your mouth that you now have to go through it your day with. Like, people are like, oh, you want some chocolate? Yeah, you have some? Yeah, it's dark. It's healthy. I'm like, okay, no. Like, the yeah. whole point of chocolate is to give me this sweet. Thing. I've got a, listen, after every dinner meal I have, I have to have chocolate. Fact. Really? Fact. I think I've done it every day this year. Damn. I need something sweet. And when I don't have it, I will literally trek to stores to get it. I cannot wrap a meal up without the sweets. 
And so it has to be milk chocolate. I just got an image for you, like. <laughs> In the snowstorm. 11.32 <laughs> p.m. <laughs> I need chocolate. <laughs> um, Adidas is better than Nike. That's not even an unpopular opinion. That's a Ooh. great opinion. I, I don't know. I like them both. I have Nike shoes. I'm trying to open up brand deals. <laughs> I like them both equally. They're both great brands that stand for a lot of great things. <laughs> Honestly, lately, Nike has been a little better than Adidas in terms of like messaging that I love, right? But Adidas forever. Okay. I mean, they're, they're sort of one and the same when you really look at them. They're both sports companies that are really pushing the same messaging. Yeah, yeah, but we still got to. Okay, you got to pick one? Okay. Um, I actually don't know what I really don't know what I'd pick now that I think about it. Of those two, I think I'd pick Nike shoes, Damn. but Adidas clothing. Wow. Yeah, there. That's where I stand. Yeah, that's I, fair. I'm comfortable with that. Adidas makes some really sick clothing, like their tracksuits, and I, probably the most comfortable shoes ever. But it's okay. Which ones? Uh, Ultra Boost. Um, those Yeezys. No, but Yeezys have those in them. Anyways, yeah, Adidas is way better. Okay. Okay. Um, here's a controversial one. Mm. Oh fuck! No, what am I saying? I can't say this one. Why? <laughs> nah, you you can't do that <laughs> to us. And look at me, I'm being the worst co-host ever <laughs> because it's probably some shit that will get him in trouble. <laughs> um, let me let me. Uh, Here, you text it to me, and I'll. How about <laughs> this? Um, no, shoot, I don't know. Now I gotta figure out a new one. I don't like um, this this lightning round. I wasn't ready for it. Okay, okay, <laughs> we're we're off the lightning round. We'll end it with. Coke versus Pepsi, easy. This is easy stuff. I'm like basically handing it to you. Oh, God. Come on. This cannot. Coke, I get it. Coca-Cola. Yeah, thank you. It was Pepsi growing up. Oh, yeah? Because they had the Pepsi challenge, and that was fun as hell to do. What is the Pepsi challenge again? Where you, either you're blindfolded, and they, they oh, yeah, you yeah, taste yeah, yeah, them, yeah. and you, if you guess it right, they'll give you like a. And you actually picked Pepsi? I did. Because growing up, my oldest brother liked Pepsi, so I was like surrounded by Pepsi. Pepsi had better commercials, for sure. No doubt about that. The, the Super Bowl commercials, 100%. For sure. Bigger names repping Pepsi. Until Coca-Cola has... Uh, the Jenners. Remember that was like... That the was worst? Pepsi. That was Pepsi. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they had good uh, first commercials all, until yeah. the Jenner uh, commercial. Oh, <laughs> the Pepsi there. There's an unpopular opinion right there. <laughs> oh, here we the go. The Kardashians <laughs> or the Jenners, man. Like... I think they're very toxic for, for um, pop culture. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, Here's my reasoning. You have someone like Kylie Jenner, yeah. who not only has claimed to be a billionaire, which she is not, and is now in a lot of trouble for lying about that. She is not Nuts. a billionaire. Um, two, she is so fake. Her body is so fake. Yeah. No problem with that, by the way. If you want to do those things for your self-confidence, I'm all for it. But when you go on there and claim that that you have had no work done and it's all natural, kind of like how Kim Kardashian did with her ass, are you kidding? <laughs> look at uh, look at um, Khloe Kardashian. Mm. Look at what she looked like ten years ago, and look at her now. Yeah, literally a different person. And they all claim to live this healthy routine lifestyle. It doesn't get. It, who gives a shit whether you're eating twenty olives in the morning or whatever? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You have doctors on your side that the average person cannot afford and cannot look like that. So why are you pushing that this is natural? I hate the beauty standards of the Kardashians. I'm sorry. I'm very passionate about that. Yeah, yeah. Go for it. I man. hate the beauty standards of the Kardashians because what they pump out into society is not attainable. It's not affordable. And it's not healthy to the average, mostly women, that have to grow up in the shadows of someone like Kylie Jenner. Where every day she's got a stylist to do her makeup, her hair, uh, a professional photographer to make her Instagram like popping. Like yeah. there's a lot of people that wish they could be like that. And I see that and I'm like, don't strive to be something that is literally like a million dollar project. Yeah. I mean, I work, work ethic is different. I'm just talking about beauty standards. I was going to say, I shouldn't say this, but I'll just say whatever. Um, the good thing about guys is more of us watch porn Right, where are you Here going I with know, this? And uh, you know, we can uh, <laughs> we we can like kind of like discern what's like fantasy and what's uh, realistic, right? So we have like as guys, we have no problem watching like a porn star and be like, and then like going and dating someone in our league or whatever, right? And just be like, you know, just like a realistic attainability, right? And I think girls. <laughs> 
have oh. when they see like the Kardashians. Oh. They're not seeing the Kardashians through like a fantasy lens. They're thinking they're seeing it through an attainable lens. Okay, I see I'm where you're going so now. I'm so glad I brought people back here. Okay, <laughs> you know no, this makes sense. Yeah, yeah, right. And it's like, I think the discernment of like of knowing what's attainable, what's real, and what's realistic to something. This is clearly fantasy. This is clearly million millions of dollars of work on these people, personal trainers, all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like uh, we were, you know, that interview like two weeks ago uh, with with Tara. Uh, she was saying like, um, like people don't see the the behind the scenes that, you know, we say like, oh, how can these people do all this in twenty four hours? Mm-hmm. I gotta get there, but they're doing that all in twenty four hours because there's literally ten people working for them every day, so right. they're just increasing right. their twenty four hours to two hundred forty hours yeah, a day. Yeah, hundred percent. Exactly that. Exactly that. That's what people have to remember is a lot of these people that you're seeing online, unless it's Danocracy, have a large team working with them, <laughs> which which I, I yeah. eventually, if you want to hit a certain success level, I get it. You have to do that. Like, yeah. And there's no shame in that. Like To have someone work with you, it only makes you have your messaging reach a wider audience. But when it comes down to trying to live an authentic life uh, and pushing that messaging... But at the same time, not living an authentic life. It's yeah. kind of a contradiction that is hard to understand. But I'd say this about the Jenners and the Kardashians. Do you think they even asked to be the role models for young people? Come on. Uh, ask- I think they're asking for audience, right? But I don't think they're asking for... Those go hand in hand. That, that's a cop-out answer. That's like me saying, well, I never technically like asked for nudes. They just said, like, come on, like... <laughs> It's it goes hand in hand when That's you fair. when you are in that scene and you are in that bubble, it's going to happen. You know it's going to gravitate. You're going to have that role model. You think yeah. I chose to be a sex symbol? No, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. It's just the way I am, man. Okay, and they go hand in hand. When you just are who you are, things just fall into your lap. Yeah, <laughs> shoot. But I'm um, glad we uh, covered the Kardashians. That was a uh, needed. You want to do one one last one? One last one. One last one. Um. Do you want to do it? Or no, no. You okay. Give me. Just because a rapper died doesn't automatically grant them GOAT status. This happens all the time. It happens all the time. But all um, the people that have, like... I, mm, here's sorry. the thing. So I see where it comes from. You want to remember and really pump up the person that is now gone. You want to inflate their achievements to show how great these people were. Everyone does that whenever someone passes away. It's not just rappers. However, you look at people like Juice World. Mm-hmm. I legit thought Juice World was incredibly talented. Yeah. However, to call him a goat, greatest of all time, way too early in his career to be called that. Way too early. Mm. Greatest of all time. So I would say like Tupac for sure is a is a rapper who died who is an actual goat who is an actual greatest of all time. Right, but also when you die in your prime, you that's, die a legend. Like that, that, that's the thing about dying in your prime. Like, um, you know, to say like, um, you know, Tupac would he have faded? Everyone uh, would fade. You know, everyone fades. The I light, don't know if Tupac would have. You know, name someone that hasn't faded. Everyone has faded to a certain extent. To to, to the Eminem popular, maybe has not faded to the popularity that he had back in like the late nineties, early two thousands for sure. For sure. Kids now, it's just an yeah. age thing. Kids nowadays aren't going like, yo, this is an Eminem. They're like, let's listen to Juice World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, or like, let's listen to a TikToker who's trying to do a rap career or some shit. But it's true, yeah, when someone passes away. But also, it doesn't happen when just rap, and I'm not saying even like other singers. It oh, you're also right, you're happens right. with like normal people, when normal people pass away sometimes. He was the nicest person ever. He, this guy. But there's a different, like, there's a differentiator. Nice? Here, like, you know, well, you can't say that. <laughs> no, no, I agree that because uh, again, when someone passes away, it's all about they're good. You, why would you bring something bad up when they can't defend themselves? I just want gone. one shitty person to have passed away, <laughs> and everyone say like, "Oh, good riddance." Here's one: Jeffrey Epstein. Uh. I don't know why everyone still likes to have this funny joke about Jeffrey Epstein not killing himself. The guy was a monster. Yeah. The stuff this guy did was an absolute monster, and I don't know why people are still trying to find a justification. For what happened. The fact is he died. And it's like. 
you know, what he was doing, it's better that, that way. Straight up, I have, like, very little idea of this whole Jeffrey Epstein shit. There's a documentary on Netflix you should okay. watch. But he basically just kind of groomed uh, a huge, like, sex ring of just underage girls. Damn. And it all started, like, with massages and shit. I don't want to get into it, but it was it was dark, man. It was like he took advantage of people uh, for years and years and years, all because he was rich. Damn. He got away with it. And then he gets caught, and he uh, commits suicide in jail. And everyone's like, well, that's kind of suspicious. And there were some suspicious things surrounding it, but why are we still trying to find justice for Jeffrey Epstein when people like Breonna Taylor mm -hmm. still haven't had justice? Like... Mm -hmm. I don't, I've never thought that meme was funny. I've never thought it was justified. Yeah. And it's like, anyways, back to the topic. The reason I say rapper is just because that's kind of just what was it's true. popped up. It, it happens. Um, any, any celebrity, Michael Jackson is a controversial one. I think well, it's like when someone goes away, forever. then, then you can't compare. Even like when it was like Michael Jordan and when Kobe was alive, right? You couldn't, the fact that you couldn't compare opens up the avenue for always the argument always being there. You right. know, who's going to be better, right. Kobe or Jordan? Well, they didn't really play against each other for an, enough time to know, right? Um, so, yeah, when someone goes away, like, there's no more conversation of, like, and the conversation just becomes, like, what if, you know? So I think, yeah, like, someone like Tupac, who is amazing, one of, like, the best, art, like, rappers, mm -hmm. right? We take that snapshot and we apply it to... Well, if he was alive for 50 years, 60 years, he would have been great for 50, 60 years. And that might not be the case. Okay. Yeah, yeah, essentially. I think everyone ha has their fall from grace eventually. I don't know if Tupac would have. Anyways. Maybe he wouldn't have. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. but he would not be at the forefront. Age is a factor. Youth are forever being replenished, and, and so are the talent pools. Yeah. Like, Justin Bieber was the freaking biggest thing back in, like, 2009. He's still a very big talent, but yeah. 2009, holy crap, that kid was like... Well, you see, like, Justin Bieber, like, you could tell he's, like, one of these people, like, that he won't last a lifetime, you know? I mean, even Michael Jackson fell from grace, obviously, you know? They all do, though. Yeah. Because age comes in, and a new, younger, fresher face that is doing it different will fill the shoes. It does not undermine anything you did in the past. Yeah. But to, to be the front and center, like, look at the Beatles. Like, those guys... Are considered like legends, but yes. do you think the kids nowadays are like, oh, Paul McCartney? I want to listen to some Paul McCartney. <laughs> I think yeah, there's more kids than you think. That are still down. There's but some yeah, that I are know, down, but like the average kid is not going to be like, let's watch some. But yo, with new rappers though, I finally understand what our parents were saying about like, oh, look how they dress, 100%, right? 100%. New rappers, like this, like new wave yeah. of rappers. I'm like, bro, come on, like. Six yeah. nine, shit, like I don't, I still do not understand. Didn't this guy rat out a bunch of people, and now he's he's back, and like people are listening to his shit again? Like, yes, yeah, so like, I think he's doing like some like it's it's so cute. It's like a PR press tour of like some hard rappers, right? So he's just kind of like trying to win people back. So he's going with like Akon, and then people like try to like Akon is hard. Akon's pretty hard. Akon's hard. I like. Well, for me, he was like a. He's like a pretty like respectable rapper, you know. Okay, I thought you meant more like hard, isn't like badass. Like he was like he was a convict. That's literally Akon, you know. Oh. Anyways, whatever. Oh. Uh, point is, six nine sucks. Yeah. Okay. I'd <laughs> your opinion, or maybe not. But <laughs> maybe I, not. the guy's a rat, and I just don't. Want to, I thought people were not forgiving of that. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, there you guys have some unpopular opinions. We yeah. <laughs> hope we didn't offend you, but um, if we did, <laughs> like we did. If we did, you're allowed to have an opinion, yeah, yeah. too. That's it. So, anyway. Um, Catch you in the next one. I'm not sure where. <laughs> sorry. Where's the music? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out where this music went. But, uh, yeah. can we, uh, hello, guys. Okay, you know, we'll just play. Um, there we go. Yeah, that's it. Shoot, there it man. is. <laughs> Technical difficulties today, right? All right. Thank you guys so much for listening and uh, coming back every single week to... If you guys want a topic to be discussed or you need to help with something, please reach out on Instagram or on Twitter. Uh, Amar is at Amar Originals. No Twitter. Uh, no Twitter. And mine is at Denocracy on Insta, at The Denocracy on Twitter. Beautiful. Cool. Take care, y'all. Love you. I, I love you still. You know, I don't know why, if you love me, but <laughs> I love you guys too. 
Let's, let's all just end as friends, okay? <laughs> right now, I'm, I'm extending my fist out, and I hope you guys props it. That's it. Okay. Peace out. Love you. Later.